0: Hey folks, it's the head rascal of this group of misfits we call Out of the Forest, Chris, with a couple quick announcements. First off, I gotta thank at Valentine for following us on Twitter if you'd like to join them. We're at the ForestCast over there. We share episode snippets as well as the occasional map, meme, or poll. Second off, our recording schedule has continued to be hectic with moving, dentistry, and sand all getting in the way. While we still have enough of a buffer that should be fine, there's definitely a chance for a brief interruption of a one-shot during the arc, and I just wanted to give you a heads up. But that's all I've got, so here's the podcast.
1: Last time on Out of the Forest.
0: And shortly after you head out the door, your phone buzzes. I know you've been sort of seeking out your own jobs, but I've got an important assignment for you all. Check the mail tomorrow, no earlier than 8am, preferably by noon. noon. Confirm when you have the package. As you are dragged down, all you can see is darkness. But this darkness lightens ever so slightly until it looks like the lights simply are not on in a large hallway you see the shape of a human stretched out hideously and brandishing wicked-looking claws over a screaming woman on the floor. All they know for sure about the monster is that it can hide in plain sight and that it thrives on panic, but it's also wary of monster hunters, so it's unlikely to reveal itself readily.
2: After what we found out at the Polymer Labs, I don't 100% trust the agency. What happens if us going to this place isn't for us to catch a monster, but it's for them to catch us?
1: So how do we plan on uh, approaching this? I mean, have a good time and enjoy yourself. The entire night is not really an operation, Uh, so I guess we have to be on lookout for for something, for someone who blends in well. Um,
0: As you look around, uh, on one side of it, there is a massive stage, all bright colors, bright lights. It looks like it has, like, firework launchers potentially attached to it, Uh, and on the other end, there's a a slightly smaller stage. It's still pretty big, and it still has a ton of lights, but it doesn't have quite as much hoopla going on. And then all around the stadium, up in the stands, you see, like, these small setups that are not really stages so much as they are just, like, instruments set up on the stands, and there are, like, small crowds around those.
3: What's up, party people? This is your boy, boy, DJ DJ Schnazzy. Schnazzy. Well, I guess it's actually MC Schnazzy for the night. I'm live, not from the Marmot, but here at the New Trust Trust Arena, where you're here, I'm here, and the hype is real, so make some noise for the one, the only, Danny Valencia's Power Zone!
0: Hello and welcome to Out of the Forest, an actual play podcast about a bunch of backup dancers hoping to break into the limelight. We are currently playing Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. I am Chris, and I am your GM slash keeper, and I am joined by my players.
3: I'm Evan, and I play Baron.
4: I'm Dominic, and I play Karen Nunes. I'm Jessica, and I
0: play Enoch. And I'm Alistair, and I play Alistair. All Island. right, and I'm just going to go and kick right into the opening narration. You
4: You better. <laughs>
2: there's a threat <laughs> or else. It's
0: a I guess I'm, direct I'm story. not just gonna break into the narration I'm gonna get threatened <laughs> and That's not go. a threat. threatened into narration it is not a threat, <laughs> it is a promise <laughs> Danny Valencia's power zone takes the stage and the crowd goes fucking nuts for them they are a group of four, one on drums, two on guitar, and one on bass, all wearing very old-timey baseball outfits. Um, it's unclear if they're comfortable, but it they're, they're rocking them, that's for sure. And they uh, lay down their first riff and get right into their first song, and the crowd just starts surging to and fro. You all are at the end edge of this pitch at the edge of the stadium and the crowd surging backwards as a pit forms in the center actually starts shoving you towards the walls
1: what do you do okay first and foremost don't panic and stay calm um so
2: are you saying this or are you just i am saying this
1: out loud um the whole point is that we shouldn't panic so let's not be the first to do so let's just uh move move out of the way a little bit here
0: a- a- an errant elbow hits uh hits Isaac in the shoulder. Oh, no. <laughs> Ow! Oh. Let's
2: move a little <laughs> faster out of here. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Enif's gonna take Isaac's advice and and move move out of the way of the crowd. All All right, you guys sidle-
0: <laughs> You guys sidle on towards about the central area of the pitch, kind of between the two stages, where the crowd finally stops coming and going in a tide of people. Um it's still kind of advancing towards you but it's it's not nearly as dangerous as it was where you were originally
2: standing.
1: Okay, much better.
2: We need to uh survey the area and see if we can if we see anything I don't know, out of the ordinary.
4: Is there somewhere high that like I could climb up to, Chris?
2: Uh I mean it is a
0: stadium so you could get up into like the higher stands if you were to go back through, like, the concessions area and, and head on up.
4: It's, it's not is, like... Hmm? What kind of music are we talking about here?
0: Uh, I think Danny Valencia's Power Zone is a hard grunge.
4: Okay, so there's going to be a, a mosh pit in crowd surfing? Yeah, yeah, 100%. There uh, already per,
0: is. We found Kern, the mosh pit.
4: Kernunos is going to try to crowd surf onto the stage to get a better look.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. The stage itself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Um... <laughs> Kernunos, how exactly
4: are you doing this? Uh, just fucking running at the crowd and then jumping really high. Okay, yeah, go and oh give me an God. extra under pressure, to fucking crowd surf.
1: Oh no, this could be
3: does,
4: bad.
1: Does Kernunos know what crowd surfing
4: is? I, I think he's seeing other people doing it and going like, okay. oh, okay. He thinks That's this how, is like, classic. I honestly, concert.
2: I think, I think it would be, I think Carnunos doesn't see it as, like, oh, like, he sees it as a mode of transportation Absolutely. to get from one yeah, side. Like, of oh, the that's place. Like that's you how you get to the other... stage. That's, yeah. that's how you
4: get to the stage. Okay. Uh, Chris, would you say that this this would invoke what could go wrong, my bonus movie?
0: Yeah, Yes, yeah, so <laughs> 100%. You are just jumping into this crowd, not even knowing what you're doing. Just let straight into the let, crowd. And
2: let, me, and let me just reiterate that currently, Carnunos is wearing black fishnets, <laughs> a bright green crop top, and a bright green bikini bottom. Oh Let's my go. god. <laughs> oh uh, man. How I do?
3: It's a nine. It's a nine.
0: It's a nine. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you are going to do it but it is going to come at some amount of cost. Uh you fling yourself into the crowd like that? Uh no one's really expecting someone to come out from outside of the crowd into this crowd surf because everyone's <laughs> kind of focused on keeping the mosh pit in and you are caught at the last moment and land very hard uh, for one harm. Uh, but they do manage to pick you back up and and, and start pivoting you. You you, you feel you, your uh, ribs bruising from, from that landing. Uh, but That's they right. do begin to carry you off. Um, Isaac, Eniv, and Baron, uh, as you're discussing your plan, Carnunos literally just jumps into the crowd and is carried <laughs> off. In, in and In a few very short moments, you no longer know where as, is.
4: As he does this, Karnunos yells, I'm going to go get a better look.
1: so much for sticking together
3: yeah I'm pretty sure upon seeing this Bear's just like he could have
1: just asked us to at least help him oh my goodness we could have picked him up we could have been the ones to help hold him up in the first place he didn't have to like fall first well uh, I guess he's there yep there he goes oh yeah I see him getting to the stage alright hi and uh
0: All right, um, uh, Kareninos, you are you are carried along. This uh, numerous points you nearly drop, but the, the crowd catches you just in time. And it is very much a uh, an early concert crowd surf. It's it's not fantastic. Um, you do end up getting thrown, literally thrown onto the stage, and you kind of clatter onto the stage of the role. Um, and you see uh, as you're getting up, you see two. Serious-looking people in black, uh, shirts that say security, uh, moving towards you, they do not look happy.
4: whoops <laughs> Uh, I turn- <laughs> I, I turn my backs on them to look, take a closer look at the crowd. Um, do I see- Cronoda's like, I'm gonna ignore this. Do I see anything that is very clearly out of the ordinary?
0: Um, I- no, I don't think from this point of view, uh- to Kernunos, maybe it looks out of the ordinary, but it is it is just a concert right now. Uh, there, there's a large... Uh, you can judge how Kernunos feels about the large, uh, literal, almost literal pit of people just shoving into each other and knocking everyone around, uh, collapsing on the ground only to get picked up and then tossed to the ground again.
4: I think that's fine by him. Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: the security guards are almost upon you.
4: Well, they're not going to beat the shit out of me. Uh Hmm. Don't what are they going to do, any...
3: beat the shit out of me?
0: Man seconds before having the shit beaten out of him
4: I don't have any moves that let me just see crazy shit, unfortunately I was probably the last person that should have crowd surfed
2: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> maybe But you're the only person to do it You're the only um, person who probably would have,
0: yeah One of the security guards is, is close now And she goes, sir, sir, you need to get off the stage right now
4: Oh, uh, yeah, of of course Uh, not to wait. I'm on my way. Uh, and he jumps back into the crowd. (laughs) Okay, um, give me another act under
0: pressure for that, my dude. (laughs) Uh,
4: Great news, I'm gonna use one of my two hold that I got for (laughs) acting Uh, to, um, take two forward on this one. Assuming I need it. Can I click the right button?
0: Yeah. He's All right, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you yeah. jump in and uh, you find a spot where like hands are out grasping already and you land amongst those hands. They catch you and they, they, they lower you to the ground. Um, you, you As you are happening, you see one of the security guards uh, get down from the stage and... Uh, to stand in the little space between the stage and the crowd, uh, and you see them catch another person who tries to get on the stage. You clearly just barely managed to pass the security guard <laughs> uh, when you got <laughs> nice. thrust on the stage. Uh, you are now amongst the crowd. Uh, what are the rest of you doing?
2: Um, Enif is gonna try and get- cause they we're, like, on the side, right? Yeah,
0: you are, like, I wanna imagine, like, um, you know the diagrams of, like, cells doing, uh, cellular split that's what Uh that's what the two crowds for the two stages look like right when they're about to split apart so like there's this kind of cross section in the middle where you can kind of stand on the sides and not be in one of the two crowds
2: okay i also love how do you how you how you had to use a science analogy to explain this (laughs) um i mean what what shape
0: would you describe that as no 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 like the
2: worst part is it worked like i understood that
4: analogy enough to be like oh okay yeah um the number eight would have been an acceptable answer (laughs)
2: <laughs> or, or infinity. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, those aren't quite
0: as like that. That comes to too fine of a point, I think.
2: No, that's fair. <laughs> um, I am going to uh, Enif is going to kind of like get into um because they're like on the edge of the crowd. They're kind of like move like maneuver themselves along the edge to kind of be like somewhat in the center, so that they have the most widespread as like uh like not in the center of the crowd, but like the center of the pitch. You know what I mean, like, yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah. Um, And is going to see, uh, like, close their eyes and um, kind of, like, reach out and see if they can feel anything in this psychic environment. If there's anything, like, like, hiding amongst the crowd. All right, so
0: you're just doing a sensitive? Mm-hmm. All right, Uh, yeah, go and give me that uh, plus weird roll. So you stand amongst the, the people and try and reach out for whatever you can get. This is a like ten. Ah. So you're gonna get a distinct uh, something important, possibly not about this arc, but I'll be kind because this is pretty early in the arc to give you a little bit of something. Uh, you reach out, and you you are adrift in a sea of tiny little lights. Um, mm-hmm. You you f- feel yourself like struggling not to get drowned out in this just literal ocean of of thoughts and feelings. Uh, you you've never really. Reached out to the psychic environment when it's this flooded by people, and so it, it takes you a while to to keep to make sure that you remain centered while taking in what information you can, uh, and you sift through it. And for a while there, you just get this backwash of, of useless information. You 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 hear the lyrics w- for for whatever they're worth um, echoed back at you as people are singing along in their heads. You you hear uh, some you hear someone like thinking about like trying to find the glasses that just recently fell off um and then eventually you hear a uh, one, one of the voices it's it's very quiet it's it's this little bit of doubt that's being pushed back by by someone trying to enjoy themselves at, the, at this this night that they've been waiting for for so long and you hear i swear i saw something in the shadows out out on the edges no it's it's fine and then you come back into yourself
2: Okay, um, I'm gonna go back to, uh, Isaac and Baron wherever I left them.
0: Alright, uh, I'd say enough time has passed at this point. I, uh, Karnutus is b- almost spat out of the crowd as he sort of stumbles out. <laughs> um, his, his hair is a mess, his, uh, his, uh, crop top is askew.
3: Got a few broken fishnets. Um, <laughs> a couple almost
0: tears certainly. in the fishnets. <laughs> uh... But he is otherwise not the much worse for it. You. you you can see the uh, the bruise on his ribs already starting to form.
4: Uh, I use my thanks to remaining... his crop top. I, re- <laughs> uh, I use my remaining um, uh, uh, my remaining hold to inflict one harm upon the crowd. Oh no! <laughs> no. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> the, the, the crowd
0: collectively takes it, but there's about a thousand people in there, so they don't even feel it. <laughs> you know what oh you, you I used that in order. you hurt one away, person no 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 you, you used it in order to shove your way through the crowd and you were literally beating them back so that one harm was distributed amongst everyone and you shoved to the side to get out of the
2: crowd <laughs>
4: <laughs> um <sighs> okay um i didn't <laughs> i didn't <laughs> I didn't find anything
1: <laughs> you look like
3: you had
2: a fun time
1: yeah, was it fun
2: uh, uh, I suppose that's one way to yeah, yeah. travel I, I think so. Um, well, I tried to- I kind of reached out, um, as much as I could. There's a lot of people here, so it was kind of difficult, but... I heard- I heard someone's- I think someone saw something in the shadows over there. That they think is suspicious.
3: Do we know where-
1: where they are? I mean, or where they were looking at? Yeah, which area of the stadium?
2: I'm gonna assume... Did they...? chris or was Uh, it
0: just with your distinct impression it isn't out on the pitch it was probably like in the halls inside like the actual stadium building around
2: okay um i i got i got i get the impression that it's um back where we were inside the actual stadium part
3: Mm -hmm. okay maybe we should uh get away from the crowd i feel like that's a lot of uh good energy so to speak maybe um we can maybe get a higher vantage point on the higher levels as well.
2: Mm, it'd be good. I think we need to um, kind of investigate the insides of uh, the stadium. I'm pretty, I think the creature that we're looking for mm, likes dark places. Mm. So this p- place might even be too bright with all the stage lights and everything.
1: Good point. Okay, yeah, we'll go back maybe into the tunnels and kind of look around behind the stadium a bit.
0: All right, uh, you guys begin to head back towards concessions. As you do, you hear, coming from the opposite side of Danny Valencia's power zone, uh, you hear DJ Schnazzy once again take the mic, and he goes,
3: What's up, y'all? MC Schnazzy here to announce the second stage's first band. Give it up for the color of my mailman!
0: (laughs) And (laughs) the the crowd on that side of the, uh, the stadium also starts to balloon outwards as they all freak out for this next band. Uh, the, the the pitch is very much going to be difficult to move around uh, starting now. Uh, so you, you got out of there just in time to avoid the worst of it, but if you need to go back out there, the people are fucking everywhere now.
1: Okay.
4: Uh, so like you, you enter the concessions. Ba- is this a battle of the band situation where, like, one side plays and then the other side plays?
2: <laughs> it's, no, 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 no. The more important question, is it a... Um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, Battle of the yeah. Bands yeah. kind of situation.
0: <laughs> like. I envision more of like a small scale kind of music festival. So like, the the stages are are far enough apart and playing at levels that it's not the best audio experience, but like you can still, if you're on one side of the stadium versus the other, you'll be able to hear the band you're there for. Gotcha. So and I'd probably like the big name bands have like top billing and get the whole pitch themselves when they play. Okay. Yeah, you guys enter the uh concessions area. It is much less crowded than it was earlier. Uh, not that it was especially crowded earlier, but like there's barely anyone out here now that the bands have started playing. Um now that you kind of have your bearings a little more, you see plenty of signs pointing out to the pitch. Um the these signs seem to be temporary uh signs just specifically for the music festival because you don't want to be directing, you know, sports watchers onto the pitch. To the pitch. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then you have um, signs by a number of stairwells that say, like, Stairwell. different rows of seating, uh, as well as just, you know, a number of uh, concession stands, including the, the uh, corndog man, or the corndog stand, rather. <laughs> the corndog man. The corndog stand. I'm your
3: corndog man.
0: Uh, R- Roman, uh, as you walk back in the crowd, looks at you with dead, unrecognizing
1: uh, eyes. Jesus. <laughs> okay. I mean, he—he's probably seen he, hundreds of people so far. Yeah,
4: so you think he'd recognize this? This man's been slinging corn dogs all night. He—he <laughs> he holds a grudge against people who buy the jumbo,
3: massive-sized corn dogs.
2: <laughs> oh no! <laughs>
0: if I smell corn dog on your breath, you've made an enemy for life. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
4: That's what I say every morning when I go to school. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was killed by. A- by a corn dog when he was younger. He had the big ones that were just made of corn. Just
3: there corn was no of- dog. There's no dog. <laughs> <laughs> it was just corn. <laughs> he
4: died when he swallowed one of those corn cob holder
2: thingies. <laughs> oh no, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> we're having fun. Oh, <laughs>
0: fuck off.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs>
1: it's not here. This
4: well is so sure. Mean to us. <laughs> Alistair, come on. Canada is just Northern America. <laughs>
2: it's America's. I mean nice. it technically is North America, <laughs>
1: so you're not wrong. Um okay, okay, okay. Uh so what are what are we gonna try to keep an eye out for? Someone who isn't here for the music? I'm not sure how to identify somebody who isn't a music enthusiast.
3: I've I feel like this event wouldn't be for everyone, so to speak. Um, we we may want to see if there's... I mean, look for people that are, I guess, um, maybe forced to come here, I suppose. Um, perhaps they might be ones that are vulnerable to the monster. Because um, they really probably wouldn't be having a good time with a large crowd of people.
1: That's a good point. Maybe if we find somebody who's easily panicked, essentially the prey or you know someone that the monster might target first if we kind of hang around them and watch them long enough maybe we'll hey. see something
0: hey guys what are you doing over there Did i hear you say something about a monster guys it's it's roman the cordnog man <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> who has been staring at you this entire time you've had this conversation
1: <laughs> no he said lobster or monster energy
3: drink you
4: yeah, we're that talking too. about Monster Energy drinks. That sounds
0: like a terrible
3: combo. This, this podcast <laughs> is not supported
4: by Monster Energy, but it could be if they want
3: Monster, call us, please. We need help.
4: I will get Norman Reedus on the line, and I will have him <laughs> drink Monster Energy drinks. Oh,
0: God. Anything said by my players is non-legally binding. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You have to put that disclaimer at the beginning of every episode.
0: Any episode where Dominic makes promises to potential sponsors <laughs> of c- getting a celebrity on
3: the phone.
4: I feel like if if I had to, I could make that happen. <laughs> Do you?
3: With, en- with enough social media presence, anything is possible.
0: Oh yeah, our forty followers are gonna get numerous readers. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing? Um, <laughs> Back to the R-
4: RPG. Uh, I think I think you're on the right track. If we can find someone who is sincerely upset with what's happening, they would be the the, the assumed prey of this monster.
2: Isn't Roman still there?
0: Yeah, R- Roman is still staring. <laughs> at <us>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're st- we're still what's talking just... about the energy drink. <laughs> I, think, I think. Like Enuf is gonna look straight at Roman and just be like, "We're still talking about the energy drink." you are still talking about what? Nunes just shuffles everyone. Let's over. just move.
4: Yeah, away. yeah move away. <laughs> we gotta get out of here.
0: You, you guys are like just close enough that he's catching words here and there. So you just you move a, a few feet around the corner, just and Roman, Roman just goes, oh, "Oh, okay, bu- <coughs> bye." <coughs> Poor
1: Roman. Got the corn dog man. I hope he's not going to become <laughs> the monster so prey.
4: Sad. I don't think yeah. he's unflappable. There's no I, way he's going to I was about to say, that man has
3: dealt with saying that, <laughs> that catchphrase for their fucking corndog stand. I think he can take a monster.
1: He's the only one here who won't panic.
3: Roman is our savior.
2: Yeah, I've looked at that man's eyes and I feel like he's given up on a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> ripping this guy apart. They say huh. when you
0: stare into Roman's eyes, void stares back.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, um, do we see anybody in this hallway who is not dressed rave-like and who maybe is kind of looking around like they're sulking a bit and not enjoying themselves?
0: Uh, yeah, sure. You, you guys uh, make your way around uh, the, the, the main sort of circuit of this concession area. Uh, Until you find someone who's just sort of dressed in like a polo and jeans and they're just sort of leaning against a wall on their phone just sort of fiddling around with it.
1: I mean right now they're disinterested but maybe it's at least a a start. If I were a creature that tried to feed on panic maybe someone who's not interested in having a good time is the place to start? I
3: suppose but I guess, I don't know, they don't look like they're panicking, I guess, but they certainly aren't, uh, I guess, involved, doesn't anybody want to go talk
1: to her? I don't know, I don't actually think we should, I think maybe we just kind of see if they draw the attention of the the thing. So Um, So we just tailor, I guess? But Maybe. I think it's
4: <laughs> One way Can or the I... other, we know that the the creature will either strike out here where there is one person to panic or, or a small group or they will strike out on the pitch with something huge and showy that will cause the whole crowd to panic. One of those is significantly easier than the other. Perhaps mm-hmm. we should split up?
2: Well, do you think they would be strong enough to do something big? Like... Maybe, Maybe they're going to
1: build up to it. Maybe they mm, that's start what with I'm thinking too, yeah, yeah, one person, then a smaller group, and then eventually culminates in like shutting off the power to the entire stadium.
3: Yeah, mm. I mean we don't know the entirety of the sponsor, but I suppose it would be easier to tackle one person to start. With. Why
2: don't there's well, there's two sides of this pitch. You know, there's right and left. So why don't we split up into two groups and we go on either side and then meet back up in the middle um and see if we can see anything if there's anything you know odd i mean the monster has to hide somewhere you know it's not invisible
1: okay i like that idea instead of meeting up in the middle let's meet up at the corndog stand because that's a lot less <laughs> mosh pity Uh
2: yes let's do that okay hmm. all right
1: okay, let's, going where? let's split up gang
2: time to split up Dips on isaac
0: Okay. okay. All right. Karen and Isaac, uh which stage are you starting from?
1: Danny Valencia's side.
0: Okay, yep. starting from stage 1, which means that Baron and Enith are starting from stage 2. Okay. Um uh-huh. you guys uh make this plan, decide to split up uh, and to meet back at the corn dog stand and you head your opposite ways. You you both kind of go separate the Entrances to the pitch that would uh, enter uh, directly behind the stages obviously are blocked off and have security guarding them because that's only where bands are supposed to go. Uh, but the ones pretty much all the way down the field on either end are open and you guys head on in uh, to each to be greeted with just a wall of people trying to force their way closer to the stage. Um, Baron and Ina, if you guys begin making your way through. Your, your way is a little less hectic and insane just because it is like a smaller pool of a band um the color of my mailman is clearly much less popular than danny valencia's power zone so you and don't know why. you guys begin <laughs> to to make your way through this crowd what, what exactly are you two doing
2: um ian i think is going to um kind of look around and see if there is any spots that are Um, because I'm assuming like with the band there's like stage lights and people have glow sticks and there's like a bunch of light going on so Enif is going to look and see if there's any spots that are have a lot of like dark area like for where some creature could possibly seek seek refuge from all the light and noise and everything going on.
0: Right yeah there are are some pockets of darkness that they they aren't the most uh, stable with the, the light show going on from the stage and like as you said, like a lot of people have glow sticks, they're moving through the crowd. Uh, the edges of the crowd are definitely the darkest because they are, you know, beyond the scope of the the lights uh, from the stage. Um, Baron, what are you doing during all this?
3: Um, I I think Baron is going a little bit more through, like trying to work his way through the crowd. I guess um, I'm assuming that. Um, I guess I should ask. The uh, color of my mailman crowd is is also mosh like in a way
0: it's so you know a- at a concert where you know mosh is going to happen it's eventually and then you have the people who try to get it started during the openers
3: mm-hmm. yeah that's I what's happening
0: soon. here there's like two people trying to make a mosh fit, but it's not working because this is
2: the opening band like it's not <laughs> It's just one guy, like, going nuts in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I essentially, like- yes, 100%. Yeah. I've, been, I've
0: been to shows like that. That's what's happening yep. here. There's, like, one person, and occasionally... <laughs> they, they manage to recruit, like, one other person, but no one's really feeling it. Most people are just sort of standing there and bobbing their head with the occasional, like... Uh, again, like, there's people trying to get closer to the stage just because they want to be close to the stage, but there's not really too much dancing or moshing right now because it's, it's an early band.
3: Okay. Um yeah I, I think he's still just kind of meandering through the the crowd like trying to see if there's anybody that really just like I guess catches his eye on just like very very uncomfortable with the entire situation or just being there in general
0: alright uh yeah Baron, go and give me a give me an act under pressure for this of you just trying to squeeze through the crowd and keep your eyes peeled while like again not moshing but like there's there is still some movement going on
3: okay uh, I say
0: 13. 13. yeah, you make your way through the crowd, uh and you don't find a lot as you you kind of make your way into the the depths of the crowd, because uh, most of them are actually people who are here for this band or are just really digging the sound uh, a lot, A lot of people do just seem to be into it or at the very least you know in a, in good spirits, uh but as you make your way towards like not quite the back of the crowd, but like the the last kind of line of people that are crammed in uh you, you you spot like a, a few people here and there that are they are they don't look terrified or scared or anything like that but they are definitely not in a good mood they they are at least one of them's just sort of checking their phone and the other one one of them looks a little uncomfortable and another one is just sort of looking anywhere but the stage
3: um i guess yeah i'll um kind of approach them, and just be like, uh, not enjoying, not, like, I guess I have to yell, but <laughs> not enjoying the band?
0: This guy, uh, looks a little startled by you coming up to him, and goes, I, uh,
2: I, uh, um,
3: uh, I'm sorry? I don't know, you just, everybody else seems, seems pretty into it besides you.
2: Uh, I'm way to call the guy out on it. Yeah.
1: Fun, please? He, he
0: kind of like he he does look immensely uncomfortable with being approached by a stranger, uh, and he kind of like rolls back to his head and goes, "I'm just, I'm I'm here with a friend." And she she went on up to to get to the front row, and I I don't want to be crammed that deep into the crowd, so I'm just it's it's fine. They they're fine. It's it's music's fine.
2: Everything's fine.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, no, I know what you mean. Couple, my friend just basically... keep telling yourself
2: <laughs> that, buddy. <laughs> One day it'll be true. Oh, my God.
3: Um, <laughs> Brenner just kind of, like, tries to empathize with him and says, Yeah, you know, I have, I have a friend that would do crazy stuff like that, too, and always want to be, you know, in the front or crowd surf, apparently.
0: <laughs> Half the venues, like, say no crowd surf, and people still fucking do it anyway. It's nuts.
3: Yeah, I don't know what it is about it. I mean, I'm always afraid I'm just going to fall on my head, honestly, if that ever happens.
0: God, can you imagine? Like, what... <sighs> How how would they even get you out of the crowd at that point?
3: Oh, hopefully a security guard, probably, or unfortunately a security guard, I guess.
0: Yeah. So, are, are you here with a friend, or are you in for a certain band, or what?
3: Um. Yeah, I'm just here with a kind of a group of friends, and they seem to be off doing their their own thing.
0: It's worth mentioning that, of course, that this next line isn't the way I've been saying. It. It's more like,
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, I get yeah. that, <laughs> yeah.
3: I was about to say a lot of this is probably yelling.
4: I really thought that at the beginning, when when the character responded with "what," that Baron was just gonna scream. <laughs> just <repeat himself laughs> <really loudly.
3: laughs> I said, "Not enjoy the band."
0: What's uh, what's Enif doing during this?
2: Um. So you said there was uh, like some pockets of darkness outside of the crowd.
0: Yeah, like that the are like the the edges of the stable. crowds are def- definitely like m- mostly in darkness.
2: Especially towards,
0: like, the edge of the pitch where the, um, the big floodlights aren't quite hitting.
2: Um, ENF is going to approach those areas and open up their third eye to kind of see if there is anything that is, like, not, that they can't see but is there.
0: Alright, uh, open third eye. Is read a bad situation or is it investigative mystery?
2: Uh, it's read a bad situation. Alright, yeah, give me that roll. Um, Yeah.
0: Six. I don't like that sound. Oh, six is not great, especially with Baron having split up from me, so he can't even help if he wanted to. So.
2: No. So I don't know
0: that anyone except maybe Carnunos can really help enough with their third eye. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you open your third eye um, to try and kind of take a look around these darkness, dark areas. Give, give me your one question.
2: Are there any dangers we haven't noticed?
0: Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Um... Mm-hmm. You open your third eye to try and kind of see uh anything that you're missing, anything that, that wasn't quite catched, and you see just these thin sort of streams of like this this dark almost like fog kind of flowing out of a few people in the crowd. And when when you, you look at those people with your your normal eyes, um you see with that my they' special, special eyes. You, you see uh, one person <laughs> just sort of sitting on their phone. you see one person who is kind of looking anywhere but the crowd. and you see one person who is currently uh, you see talking to Baron and th- this this little thin stream of of, of like dark smoke almost. Uh, that's that's clearly not physical because you only see it in your third eye is flowing through. Uh, and as you see it, uh, you try and follow it to where it's going. And as you turn in the direction, your vision in your third eye goes dark. And you find yourself struggling to, to keep your, your real vision focused as, as whatever suction on, on your third eye is happening. And it, it almost feels like just like the skin on your forehead gets ripped off. Is, oh is, is the pain that you experience as this happens and your vision just swims and goes completely blurred you are unable to focus on anything uh and you you are bumped by someone as they are making their way to concessions and you you tumble to the ground uh you're in a lot of pain I don't think this causes you any like lasting harm uh but you are on the ground you can't you cannot see for the life of you and and the the every uh every beat of the bass. uh G- gives you a pounding in your head
2: uh i'm i'm assuming enif is going to be like clutching their face and like groaning in pain on the ground that sucks <laughs> that face. how how even
3: like they weren't even they, really close
0: to me right they were at the edge of the crowd you were you were not too far off but i'm not sure if you well do you think Baron was keeping an eye on them or were you focused on your own thing
3: i f- i don't know i feel like they wouldn't be even close to a where I am, like within my line of sight. I don't even, I think we okay. just yeah, didn't really plan that. Have... too
2: busy trying to make friends.
3: Yeah, you have
0: this <laughs> conversation with this person. Uh, do, do you continue this conversation or do you eventually let it peter out and try and catch back up with Enif?
3: Um, uh, I think it doesn't really go anywhere so I think he's gonna just kind of wander back right. to try and meet up with... Cool, yeah.
0: that's convenient. You you eventually wander back out and you find Enif at the like edge of the crowd like in the darkness. It takes you a second to actually Notice them because they are like in a darker area of the pitch, uh, and they are kind of on the ground, curled up a little bit. Their face they're, they're facing their
4: hands, just rocking back and forth and saying, Future, <laughs> <laughs> you're not off. <awful. laughs>
3: third eye, uh, third, third eye, eyes. <laughs> um, yeah. Baron rushes over, you if you're you okay,
2: I don't i tried to open my third eye and and see if there was anything and i i saw these dark streams coming off of people one of them was talking to you but when i tried to follow the stream it just i don't know i just got blinded it really hurts
3: okay let's 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 get out of here um let's get out of the crowd at least um and it'll kind of help them up and, and walk back out of the crowd like get to a less or less congested area
2: yeah, <laughs> back
0: to the to the corn. Back dog to the corndog stand corn dog yeah, stand, you, with the corndog man. You guide Enith, and Enith, you, your vision is starting to come back, but it's still blurry at best. Uh, as you guys make your way to the, the corn dog stand, uh, you, you you get into the quiet, and it's it it getting out of the the noise and the sound and the light uh, is doing wonders for your recovery. But your vision is still kind of struggling. Uh, and as you wait for, uh, your friends to come, you swear you see a shape, uh, at the edges of the, this concession area, uh, but when you blink and really force your eyes to focus, there, there was nothing there. Kernos uh, and Isaac, you likewise, you, you, you head on over to as far down the pitch as you can get uh, using doors that are not blocked by security guards, and you head out in front of Danny Valencia's Power Zone. This one, Danny Valency's Power Zone, it's an opening band, but it's an opening band that's on the cusp of headlining. Like, they are very popular uh, amongst, especially like the, the college kids. Uh, Isaac has 100% heard of Danny Valencia's Power Zone, even if he doesn't actively listen to them. Nice. Um. And so it, the, the, the crowd hasn't gotten into any kind of properly organized, and this is a bit of an oxymoron, properly organized mosh pits. but there are small pits forming and dis- uh, falling apart just as the songs go on. Uh, and you, you kind of head on out into that chaos. Uh, what do you do?
1: Do we? <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's a good question.
0: You guys head on out to the edge of that chaos, and you get to choose what you want to do.
4: <laughs> the edge of chaos. I think that if this monster is going to take advantage of Panic um, out here, it would probably be in the midst of one of those small clashes that we're seeing in the crowds. Um, I'm going to try to bounce between them to see if I can suss anything out. Um, Why don't you take a look around maybe the back of the stage with the electrical equipment? Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking that I mean, if most of these people are enjoying themselves, um, but the monster wants to feed on panic, you know, maybe it would try to cause something to happen to make them panic, like, yeah, an electrical issue or the lights going out. So uh, be safe, um, and I'll, I'll meet you back in the spot in a little bit. Perfect.
0: All right, uh, Karnus, you head out into the crowd heading for one of these little spats that you've been observing uh, forming throughout things to try and figure out if potentially there's a more malicious cause to this chaos, um, you end up in one just as it forms, and you are suddenly finding yourself being shoved into the center of this small opened-up pit, uh, along with a few other people who are now starting to go in a circle around the pit, uh, shoving everyone, including you, all around. What are you doing?
4: Uh, I think, honestly, just, like, I think Kim tries to zen out a little bit in it, um, (laughs) And just like he's trying to be as observant as possible, and honestly might just be kind of going with the flow with it. If like if he's caught in a circle pit, he's caught in a circle pit. You know what I mean?
0: Okay, so he's just going in the circle, trying to remain upright and keep his eyes open. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and give me a rebat situation.
4: All right. Uh, that is sharp. That's a nine.
0: It's a nine, so you get one question.
4: All right. I don't. <laughs> The one time I didn't open up my questions, hold on. Uh, (laughs) Okay, there we go. Uh, Let's see. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed?
0: You keep your eyes peeled as you go around uh, the the circle pits, them, every once in a while, kind of falling apart only to be formed somewhere else in the crowd. And you're keeping your eyes peeled, and for all you notice, at least in this section of the crowd, it just seems to be filled with people you know doing their thing having fun you, you you don't seem to really notice anything out of the ordinary all of them seem to form very similarly a lot you end up seeing a lot of the same people who seem to be a, a few of them seem to be instigators in at least half of these circle pits mm-hmm. uh but they don't seem to they, they they you know you watch them and you're like oh these guys are trying to make trouble and then you see them like find someone who's fallen in the crowd and like push everyone away to pick them up and like do their best to make sure everyone's still having a good time, and that kind of rules them out as people trying to make intentional panic. Gotcha. So no, there are no dangers you haven't noticed yet, at least in, in your purview. Sounds good. Uh, Isaac, you have been tasked with going to check out the electric equipment. You kind of head in the direction of the stage. There are those little like barricades between the crowd and the stage itself with security kind of patrolling it. I I don't know what your plan is here so uh what what do you what
1: do you do? Um I actually have sort of a different plan of maybe how to approach this. Um Okay. I'm going to uh I guess it's loud enough that it doesn't matter if I'm talking to myself anyway. So uh start with small talk just hey Iris I guess you've never been to a concert like this before have you? What do you think?
0: Iris is looking around wildly and just going I I they they didn't I was oh goodness there's so many people.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, I understand. Um here I th- I think our plan might be actually to help it'll help you out. Um you see all that equipment back there, um all of the electric stuff, can you see where the power cords are running? Are they going back out into the hallways?
0: Um I can see what I can do. Uh Yeah, sure. I can't
1: go back there obviously because the security guards will stop me, but if you want to follow them around um, I want to see where they plug into, where the main generator is.
0: Alright, yeah, go and give me a plus weird. We'll count this as use magic to observe another place.
1: Cool. 11.
0: 11, yeah. So yeah, Iris uh, floats off, and kind of, you watch her kind of float off following the, the power cords. And um, I, I this is one of these cases where I'm glad we don't have a big following, because I'm going to get this absolutely wrong for how this would logistically work uh but yeah she she comes back a, a few minutes later and reports uh she goes um yeah they, they go out into the uh the sort of the, those, those big entryways and um they, they they go off to the side into something that looks like uh like a, a, a me- mechanical room uh, 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 uh there's like a lot of stuff in there and it looks like the
1: cords are all heading in there okay perfect um let's try to go over that way if we can um, so go back I guess through the, the hallways in the concession area and try to make our way to that room
0: okay uh, yeah you head on out and around there unfortunately you come to that uh, the entrance way that leads to like the, the back way of the stage uh, and it does have a security guard position there trying to make sure that only bands go to the stage and you, you mm-hmm. can see from that perspective the, the cords going into like a door. Uh, that's slightly behind the security guard. Ugh. All right.
1: Um, can you try to look through the door? Um, and I'm, I'm trying to use the the sight to see invisible things, but in character, can you try to see if there's anything um, back there that looks out of place or kind of suspicious?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, let me let me uh go and give me a read about situation. It's eight. That is an eight. Yeah, you get one question.
1: I want to ask. Um, I guess. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed?
0: Uh, yeah. So you, um, you send Iris out there to try and scan, uh, the area around the power cords using using the sight to try and see if there's anything invisible around there. And as Iris is kind of floating around looking there, uh, you hear a noise, and as you look, you see something, um, moving at. It it goes around the corner at the top of the stairs that lead to the higher sections of this sort of area around you. Uh, you don't quite get more than a look at like a a foot as it rounds the corner. Uh, but someone just ran up those stairs.
1: Uh, are the stairs accessible to me, or are they past the barrier?
0: No, they they are be- they were behind you. You, you heard okay, the noise okay. and turned around and saw that as Iris was investigating uh, the power cord. Iris comes back and just goes, "No, I." I don't. I don't see anything other than the power cords over there. Okay, I think I just
1: caught something. Um, check my watch—that probably is non-existent. Uh, I think Kurnos can wait just a little bit longer. Um, come on, and then we'll run up the stairs past.
4: <laughs> Custer to just like, where the fuck is he? It's <laughs> <Where are laughs> <laughs> like tapping his <laughs> foot. Oh my god! All
0: right. Uh, yeah. You run up those stairs and try and uh, you y- you see this person. Um around in the corner you notice one thing that's a little bit troubling um on the second floor uh there is sort of a path that leads straight back towards the pitch but you can see it leads into the stands mm. uh, where the garage bands and whatnot are performing and there are the, there's like little kind of like velvet rope uh fences not fences whatever the hell those things are called little yeah rope barriers rope, rope barriers there we go uh that are kind of making a path directly to the stands uh the person you saw is running into the practically pitch darkness of the the rest of the second floor um it is they they do not have the lights on up here except like a single light guiding you to go to the stands um and they have went off into that darkness are you are you continuing your pursuit i think so i don't think they're supposed to be there all right yeah go and give me an act under pressure to chase after them
1: Cool. With my negative one, cool.
0: Seven. That's a seven. Um. Okay. Here is. You can catch up with this person, but by time you reach them they will be completely in the darkness you you have the chance to let them get away as it starts getting very dark uh but you can't be certain it's going to be very dark when you catch up to them uh you, you can either stop as it's getting dark or you can continue trying to catch up to them that is that is your difficult choice
1: okay um as i'm running and it is getting darker does this hallway look familiar to me
0: uh, it it does have some notes of uh, of Deja Vu hitting it, yes.
1: Okay, I think just before I cross that dark, like, the pitch black threshold, I'm going to stop. Um, and not that Iris is running next to me, but put a hand up to stop her too. Um Fair. And just say, I think I know what happens here. Um, and take a couple of steps back towards the light. Um, can I attempt to use telepathy or something to reach out to the person that's in the darkness still, or are they gone at this point?
0: Uh, you can try, but they are. With you having stopped there, a decent distance away, it will be at, like a negative one. Okay. Uh, would you be try? Would do you want to do that? And if so, would you be investigating a mystery or uh, reading a bad situation?
1: Um, I think re- Well, investigate a mystery.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, and um, that would be a sharp at a negative one since they're are pretty far away. You are yeah. stretching the limits of this skill. Uh, that's Oof. only a five. That is a five. Um, you attempt to reach out to this this person, um, and as you do, you, you sort of reach out that 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 tether that um. Iris becomes when when you use her to make these connections. And as you you make that reach out, uh, she pings where you're certain this this uh, this person was before. But they're not there. And suddenly you hear a a, a quiet chuckle right into your ear, just uh <laughs> And you feel hands close around your throat. And you hear this voice say, could snap your neck right now. It wouldn't be hard, but no, I like the adrenaline pumping through your veins. I can, I can just taste the fear in your breath. Carry that for me for a little while, would you? And the hands linger as they they slide off your neck, and you hear footsteps running away behind you, but you are frozen in panic for just long enough that, as you, when you finally do turn around,
1: whoever was speaking to you is gone. Shit, 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 okay, don't panic, don't panic, don't panic, deep breath, okay, um, I think we should go find the others.
0: Uh, you are all standing not too far once again from Roman the Corndog Man as you all uh, reconvene after your your various adventures in um, in investigating. Enith is still rubbing at their eyes. Uh, Enith's eyes are getting better and they're almost normal. They're 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 like when you're not wearing your glasses right now if you if you don't have a terribly high prescription, which is not. The most helpful description I could have given, but it's what I said, so there you go. Makes um, sense to me. Well, there you go. Uh, Isaac's eyes are still wide in slight panic, and Baron is caring for Eno, trying to to make sure they they recover quickly. And Kareninos is probably impatient to hear whatever Isaac was up to for how long he was gone.
1: Okay. Um, good. Good news. I think I found the the creature bad news it is really scary um and i am a little scared right now so i'm not helping um i'm trying to calm down and i'm trying not to panic but it had its hands on my throat and it told me that it could sap my neck and then i couldn't do anything and then it left and how am i supposed to feel after that like <sighs> wait, this is bad wait, you you found the creature i did yeah it was it was upstairs it was in the dark hallway like you said it would be in the dark um i i had a vision last night a dream that that kind of led me up there and i I realized what was happening right as it happened i I think it could have been much much worse but um it's it's some it's fuck it's terrifying um it's some kind of shadow thing and it can it can really scare people
2: i when baron and i were uh looking at the crowd i i tried to reach out um, open my third eye and I saw I saw these like shadow streams like this thin streams of dark smoke a- attached themselves to people and Baron was talking to one of them and I tried to follow the shadow smoke away to see where it was coming from but and Enif just starts rubbing at their eyes again.
0: <laughs> yeah, Enif, you, you, as you rub at your eyes, um, you feel your third eye sort of regenerating after whatever it went through uh, just a few minutes ago. And as it regenerates, right before it, it, it returns to its usual uh, closed state, you can see that, that, that thin strand of smoke uh, very faintly before it closes uh, coming out of Isaac and, and heading down the hall. Uh, and then your your third eye is closed, and your your vision uh mostly returns to normal
2: functionality i the i just saw the dark streams on you too Isaac I saw it
1: maybe it's people's fear maybe that's that's it's eating it i mean that okay.
2: or maybe you said the creature touched you, maybe it shows. The people that the creatures come in contact with it maybe maybe it maybe that's its whole thing it it comes in contact with individuals and creates this connection with them to slowly suck the energy or the the fear out of them or
3: maybe okay. is this the time where we start using one of our own team members as bait again
4: <laughs> the, cla- <sighs> the
3: classic
4: I saw a movie the other day called There Will Not Be Blood, and there was a scene when a man was talking about drinking another man's milkshake. Maybe this is that situation. What you're seeing is the straw that the creature is drinking Isaac's milkshake with.
0: Man, I was not sure how you were going to get to that, but goddamn if you did not make the connection. yeah.
1: The real question. I, I, though, really, I, I love this, Dominic. Keep doing that.
3: <laughs> uh, the real question, um, though, is: Does his milkshake bring all the boys to the yard?
1: Damn, damn, right. damn right! They're better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I don't know if it's good if I'm scared. If we're, if we want to use, I don't want to be used as bait. Um.
4: Fair, fair.
3: Uh, I, I, yeah, no. It's uh, we've done it in the past. It, Hasn't been the greatest idea,
2: Well, I think... I think this might help us in other ways. Because if- if it has a tether on you, Isaac, then that means that it's on the- the creature's on the other end of the stream. So if we find some way... I mean, I don't think I can open my third eye up again just so soon, but if we could follow this stream of darkness, We should eventually reach the creature.
1: It sounds like it'll work. Um, Maybe I can see it? Um, Iris, are you able to see some kind of stream coming off of me?
0: Uh, You begin to try and look for that. um, And Iris is is helping you out with that. And Iris kind of looks around and just goes, No, I... I if I concentrate really hard, I I almost maybe, but it's it's not clear, and so it's, it's not clear whether it's just not visible to your sight or maybe it's just the Enif's third eye is so concentrated in what it does that it's picking up where you can't. But he, he, uh, Iris is not able to get a a good read on it, unfortunately.
1: Okay, so just to be clear about this, my the sight move will not pick this up.
0: No, yeah, it's okay. it your your sight is not quite as strong as the third eye. And yeah. So, it it no it, iris can tell it's there, but not but exactly
1: what or it, it is not
0: what. a defined like stream that you can follow like it would be for the third eye.
1: Okay, perfect. Well, not perfect, but good. Thank you. <laughs> um yeah, I I don't know. I don't think that I'm going to be able to help. You might be the only one who can see it.
2: Mm. Well, give me a little bit to just Rest my eyes, and I'll try again.
1: Um, if if you can see that on other people too, I guess does it mean that I have to stay bait? Because I'd like to try to shake this off if I can. I mean, we
3: do need some way to draw the monster out, and it does seem to feed off of fear, I suppose. But it does not seem like. I mean, what did what did you do to kind of get the monster to? I mean, what did? Were you in a fearful state before it even came to you?
1: I don't think necessarily I was. Um, I went off to explore the electrical stuff um, when Karnonos and I split up, and we followed the power cords, and the power cords went to a restricted area that we couldn't go to, and so I, Iris was looking at the electrical closet to see if there was anything in there, um, but I just noticed someone running upstairs, um, you know, where all those like smaller bands are playing, Um, And so we ran up there and they ran into the shadows and like literally like a dark hallway. Like there's no reason for someone to go there. Um, So we chase after it and it like it was about to be pitch black. um, But I had a dream last night that that's where I found the monster and I didn't really want to find the monster. So I stopped. Um, So maybe there was some fear there already, but I think it knew I was chasing it.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I don't even know if using his bait would technically work, though. It sounded like it was more like that specific place or that specific part of the darkness, I guess, that was around it. So maybe we can investigate and see, look in that same area and see what we can find together. Even if it's, you know, not finding the monster, something still should have happened then, at least.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that's where it's hiding
3: definitely seems to favor the shadows compared to the light so i don't think we'll um find it out here um correct me if i'm wrong Chris, but like the we're on we're in a stadium so i'm assuming that there's like bright spotlights and stuff on most of the main stages
0: yeah yeah yeah. so basically the way it's set up is you, you have the stadium um on the ground level you have your concessions area which is where you currently are that rings the full stadium has a bunch of entrances onto the pitch and then there's a set of stairs that lead up into these like second floor areas that have entrances onto the stands themselves. And the the pitch itself is lit up by the the big bright uh, uh, spotlights just around the stadium, as in addition to the actual um, like stage lights doing light shows. And so like there's probably some dark portions of the the stands where the the spotlights don't quite hit at the edges, and there's some some. Uh, dark areas at the edges of the pitch where the uh edges of the stands are blocking the light a bit uh but beyond that like the darkest portion is definitely that second floor where they haven't deemed necessary to fully light because they're just meant to be transitionary areas into the stands
4: i think that Not all nice. humans seem to at some level fear the darkness if we check those areas we might be able to well, it, when Enid recovers, of course, we might be able to track down the creature.
3: Yeah, I think we, less and less, I'm thinking we'll find something out here within the crowd, and more something that's
1: back behind the scenes, I guess. Okay, um, so. bef- before we go, I, I have made the decision I don't want to be scared. Um,
4: okay. and...
3: I've decided to not be scared.
1: <laughs> I've decided I that I shall, s- not, I
4: shall not be scared. <laughs>
3: I be scared. shit
1: my pants. And
4: to my decision, you must respect it. <laughs> you must respect it.
1: Um I'm not sure how to make this transition work, so Chris, if you want to figure out a different way of of, of wording this and making sure that it works with the narrative too. I want to go get drunk.
3: Oh okay. um, my god. <laughs> okay.
1: Because I think Isaac he's normally a very like shy timid person. I'm going to I think that if he is at a party like Drunk, he's boisterous and outgoing, and I don't think that he would be afraid of the dark.
0: Okay. Um, Does that
1: work with the story?
0: Yeah, sure. Fuck it. If Isaac's getting drunk, Isaac's getting drunk. I God can't stop him. <laughs>
2: All right. This room sell alcohol. So, that.
0: so Isaac makes the announcement that he's not going to be scared anymore, and marches right over to the the nearest stand that's selling alcohol, and and buys one of their their larger uh, sizes of I-, I guess beer, cause it's it's a stadium, that's probably the best you're gonna get. I think probably. So. Can, I,
2: can I make a suggestion of to what the drink actually is? Oh man. Sure. <laughs> like, I mean, can, I can't stop you. Can their large drink just be like one of those hats that's like a drink hat with like two big containers a little that little like, hat can wear?
3: <laughs> oh was my that? gosh. I, he was, he number was number one. one
0: Yes, a hundred percent, Isaac. Yes. You you, you walk up to the stand and and feel free to correct me, but I I, I think this is fantastic. Isaac, you walk up to <laughs> the stand and say, "I'll take whatever your largest drink is," and they they hand you a a, a uh, fucking uh, it is a drink hat, but the two drinks that are attached to the straw are like the sizes each of a Nalgene. It co- it costs fifty bucks. <laughs>
1: How- how heavy is this on my head? It Corp. is extremely bloody. uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable. Oh my god.
0: Like, your <laughs> neck starts hurting the
1: moment you put it on.
0: Uh, I boy. come back,
1: deliberately sipping <laughs> on the straw. Okay, I'm ready. God. All I can- it has to be this.
2: Is there alcohol in those things? It has to yes.
1: be
2: this. <laughs> Presumably. Okay. I paid for it. <laughs> it's just cowboy a cowboy hat, hat with the two fucking Budweisers
1: on it. <laughs> oh. Is it Chris? Is it a cowboy hat or is it one of those baseball hats?
2: It's a neon pink cowboy hat.
0: Oh
1: my sure, God. you know what's <laughs> fucking? It. It's
2: a neon pink cowboy hat.
0: The, the straw, the, each, each straw going down to like the middle connecting bit has like a little swirl in it, and they are the those straws are neon green.
2: No, no, no. Very the, the, good. The, the 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 straws are glow stick straws. So no. <laughs> Fuck you! Oh, I get at least man. a little bit
0: of creative control. This hat—they oh, are neon oh. green straws. <laughs> oh Dang God. it! <laughs> um, and you start drinking, uh, and uh, m- m- some might say inconveniently timed. As soon as you start drinking, Iris goes. He's uh, I- like, I think, I think something's about to happen.
1: Fuck! Oh no! What? Uh, what? What's happening?
0: What'd you get? That is a twelve, 12. on a twelve. You. You get new where you needed to go just in time to get there uh Iris immediately just goes come on we got we gotta go this way right now, come on uh and begins guiding you down the hall. I'm assuming you follow
1: yeah, we follow
0: uh yeah you you uh she guides you a little ways down the way um you all watch as Roman stares at you in confusion as you are dragged along by someone that isn't there um and you you head back up the stairs to the the short little hall the roped off hall i guess leading to the stands and a little bit past the uh ropes uh not quite where it's gotten dark yet it's it's still within the light but it's it's on the other side of the ropes uh there are two people um just sort of uh smoking in the in the corner uh and you
1: arrive and nothing has happened just yet this is the place that I saw it. It's something, it's going to be here. Something's going to happen here.
2: Okay. Um, does anybody sense anything? Uh, as you guys start to
0: talk, the the three people kind of look up and give you a weird look and then try and ignore, like, like, obviously try and ignore you after they see you. Ian, um, if, if you want to go and roll uh, uh, a read a bad situation.
2: Okay, yeah, sharp.
0: Oh, jeez, that is a 14. Uh, that gives you three questions, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Which I'm pretty sure is exactly what I say every time you roll that. Hmm. <laughs> uh, um. Except the last time. <laughs> yeah, every time you succeed. Anyway, uh, what are your questions?
2: What's the biggest threat? Uh,
0: the biggest threat, you look around, and it takes you a bit to pick it up, uh, but in, like, the darkest parts of the shadow, you can see something moving. Something that is larger than a human is. Uh, and you get two more questions.
2: Um, What's the best way
0: to protect the victims? Um, So the, the potential victims, these three people, are standing fairly close to the shadows. They're still within the light. Uh, the best way to protect the victims is to find a way to get them out of here in a way that doesn't cause them to start panicking about it.
2: Okay. Um... Uh, can I do something and then ask my third question? I think so, yeah. Okay, um, Enif sees this, and on a, like, uh, just like, the like, co- things of the first thing that, like, pops into their head to, like, get these people out of here, <laughs> they're just like, uh, hey, hey, um, they're giving out free, uh, free alcohol over by the corndog stand.
0: <laughs> Alright, uh, yeah, go ahead, give me a manipulate someone, um, I'm going to give you a, you get a plus one from the rebat situation since you are using the mm-hmm. information to do that. Uh, I'm also going to give you a plus one just on the basis that Isaac is wearing this big ass alcohol <laughs> that Isaac no one in my mind would buy to, to bite. Uh, I
4: was gonna say if, if if you didn't do that, I was gonna say look at the, look at the hat they're giving out. <laughs> this is the This is the free one.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Go on. Give that. Manipulate plus someone. That's plus two. <laughs> Yeah. 11. Um, nice. They look at the hat and they look at you and uh. Uh, let me let me start that over. Um, they they seem to be trying to ignore you and then Ken says, "Look at this hat." And uh, they finally begrudgingly look up and their eyes all go wide and they just, you hear one of them just go, "Shit, gotta get some of that." And uh, you, they they <laughs> kind of throw their cigarettes all to the ground uh, and then dash downstairs, uh, leaving you all alone in this hallway.
2: Okay. Nice. Um mm, well now well, that we're, all, we're good ma- to go, huh?
3: I guess we're good to go
2: I, well, I have one more question um I'm gonna say, I guess are there any dangers we haven't noticed uh any
0: dangers you haven't noticed um you see. As, as as they make their way out, you take a look back towards this, this, this slight movement you could see, and you kind of follow from that movement and you see this long just gangly it, it, in the shadows you can't quite tell, but it looks like it might be an arm reaching towards the light that's above you and as the people dash off, you see it retreat back into the shadows, and then you see uh, motion in, within the shadows that seems to be moving away
2: from you. Um, okay, I'm gonna kind of... Enoch you know, is gonna kind of whisper and be like, there's something in the shadows there. I know it. It's moving. It's moving away from us, but... What should we do?
1: That's it. That's the bitch. We gotta chase it. <laughs> uh, Damn, Isaac, um, okay. You, you look up <laughs> and his
0: his the, the Nautines are both about a quarter empty already.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
3: love I love that he just has now It's full of alcohol. Um, I, I think... I think Baron pulls out his, his uh cell phone and then just turns on the flashlight and says uh if you have a if you have a flashlight, we should probably turn it on. I think I think this thing just doesn't like a light. So let's hope that saves us, I guess.
2: Enif does not have a flashlight on their on their phone, but you just they, consistently they pull a take they, pictures. Pull, they pull a candle out of their and light it.
3: Oh my god, it's perfect
2: yeah (laughs) uh yeah so
0: you guys all sort of shine your light down there and uh as you break apart the darkness with you with your various uh literal and figurative torches um you kind of catch a more distinct shape in the darkness it doesn't quite get all the way to whatever this thing is uh and much as isaac saw in his vision is roughly humanoid but looks like the shape of a person if someone had just grabbed them from both ends and stretched them out terribly um and their hands kind of flatten and then separate into just these long just terrible looking claws uh and as you're looking up and down um you look up and you see where its head is and it's, it's sort of Malformed itself to the point where there's almost really no neck, and you can see this massive gaping maw. And I need all of you to act under pressure as as you behold what little you can see of this thing
2: in the dark. Oh boy, um, God, it's ugly. <laughs> I love uh, drunk Isaac has no filter. I love. It. <laughs> it's a nine. <laughs> fuck, fuck you, monster. Oh Seven six.
3: six.
0: Oh, no, um. In so here, here's how that works uh baron and enif you both honestly haven't been dealing with monsters that long and this get gets uh it, it gives you flashbacks to to the the beast in the back rooms that was one of the more horrifying to look at but this thing is the the Beast act room is you couldn't resolve you couldn't look at it for too long and so in that way you were somewhat spared the horror of what it actually looked like this almost it's it's not a skeletal obviously but it's sort of stretched gangly nature reminds you of that and the the speed at which it's moving uh kind of show your blood a little bit uh you you have seen all manner of monsters in your time as a deity and have even faced several horrifying monsters that were put in front of you uh, a long time ago, but still in in God years, it was not too, like well, it was a few weekends ago. Um, so so this doesn't really ago. set you off that bad. Uh, Isaac, however, Isaac, you uh, begin sipping as hard as you can on your alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because as soon as you, you, you look up and see that face and you, you, you look down and you see those claws and in that moment that you see those claws, you can feel them closing around your throat and you can feel them just dragging along your skin and you can hear that voice telling you how easy it would be for it to break your neck